time for the E21 Go Sports Podcast. Now, here's your host, Easton Durant. Hi, welcome to E21 Go Sports. I'm Easton Durant, and in today's episode, I'll be talking about NFL, MLB, NBA, and college football news. To start this off, Steelers star quarterback Ben Roethlisberger will have surgery on his right elbow and will miss the remainder of the season. In a statement released by the team yesterday, Tomlin said Roethlisberger will undergo the surgery at some point this week after having an MRI on Sunday night. Later today, um, earlier today, Roethlisberger said in a uh, statement that the news was shocking and heartbreaking, and he feels, uh, he feels, quote, like I am letting down so many people. The quarterback said he plans to return to play next season. He said, the Steelers committed three years to me this offseason, and I fully intend to honor my contract and reward them with the championship-level play. I will do all I can to support Mason Rudolph and the team this season to help win games. I love this game, my teammates, the Steelers organization, and fans, and I feel in my heart I have a lot left left to give. But the good thing for Steelers fans is that the news wasn't all that bad because today running back James Conner said, that the test showed no tears or any significant damage to his knee, and he is confident he will be able to play Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. Connor, along with Roethlisberger, was hurt during uh, yesterday's 28-26 loss to the Seattle Seahawks. The Steelers, who placed Roethlisberger on the injured reserve today, have not yet provided details about the injury, and there is no timeable return um, for the six-time Pro Bowler. But... It's mostly thought that he will not play again this season. Roethlisberger was uh, hurt late in the second quarter of yesterday's loss, grabbing his elbow after attempting a pass on the team's final drive of the half. Also last week, Roethlisberger had complained of arm soreness coming off the loss to New England. David Castro said, It's super weird, really surreal. You've got to have the football mentality that the next guy is up and move on. But obviously, with a guy like that, it's different. Easier said than done. Ryan Switzer said it sucks because he's the unquestioned leader on our offense. We've got 14 games left. We owe it to ourselves and this organization and this fan base to pull together. In Roethlisberger absence, absence, second-year quarterback Mason Rudolph nearly led the Steelers to a fourth-quarter comeback Sunday in his first career appearance. He completed 12 of 19 pass attempts for 112 yards, two touchdowns, with an interception. Uh, moving on to other NFL news. New Orleans Saints QB Drew Brees is expected to undergo thumb surgery that could sideline him for about six weeks. Brees knew Sunday night that he needed surgery for ligament, ligament damage. The quarterback is was still deciding who would do the surgery and when. He said he will he will meet uh, with a doctor in Houston on Tuesday morning for a second opinion. He said, "quote I am re- I'm evaluating my options and will make the best decision very soon." Saints coach uh, Sean Payton declined to answer quote hypothetical questions about Breeze not playing, saying we'll have a plan either way. But when asked if the Saints have a build a team that withstands Brees' absence, Payton said, "Well, we're going we're getting ready to find out. Hopefully, the news is good in the length of time. If there is any that he's out, will be shorter than longer. That's part of our sport. It's kind of the nature of our league sometimes." 
The Saints have not indicated whether they will consider placing Breeze on injured reserve, which would free up roster uh, spot but would require the quarterback to miss at least eight weeks. New Orleans will turn to Teddy Bridgewater, who is the NFL's highest-paid backup on a one-year $7.25 million deal. Breeze left Sunday uh, Sunday's game late in the first quarter after his right-throwing hand appeared to be hit by Los Angeles Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald at the end of an incomplete pass. Breeze has had right thumb and lower hand wrist tape area uh, taped by a trainer on uh, on the bench and remained on the sideline for the rest of the game in uniform. After the game, he acknowledged that he was, quote, concerned about the severity of the injury. With Breeze likely to miss multiple weeks, these um, Saints are now 25-1 to to win the Super Bowl and prior to Sunday's games, they had 8-1 to odds at Caesars. Bridgewater finished the game for Breeze, going 17-30 of 30 for 165 yards in a 27-9 loss to the Rams. It was the, it was the only the third time under Peyton, who took over in 2006, that the Saints failed to score a single touchdown. Breeze, 40, had missed only one start because of injury since high school when he was ruled out of Week 3 game against the Carolina Panthers in 2015 with a shoulder injury. Now, what does this what does this say for the rest of the uh for the rest of the NFC South? Now, right now the NFC South is kind of a a toss up because the top team in the in the South is the Buccaneers, which isn't really a good spot for that division to be in is with the Buccaneers being up top, but the Falcons are are tied with it. They're tied. Uh, it's the Buccaneers, Falcons, and Saints all tied, but the Buccaneers have the lead. In the AFC, how do things work out for the Steelers? Is right now the Ravens right now have a clear shot for to win the division. The Browns play tonight, but there's really no way that the Browns are able to catch up, especially after the. After, uh, lost last week versus the Titans, there's no clear way that they will have any sort of chance to come back. They might have one, but it's not looking so good for them right now. And the with the Steelers losing Ben Roethlisberger, the AFC South, or AFC North, sorry, is completely opened. We all knew it was the it was going to be the. Patriots, Chiefs, and Steelers. But now with the Steelers out, it's just going to be the Patriots and and Chiefs. And now the only question right now is where is it going to be played? If you look at the Patriots are two and zero, and the uh, Chiefs are two and zero as well. But Tom Brady, Tom Brady, and the Patriots is probably going to be at home because they are one of the kind of easiest divisions in the in the NFL. So it's kind of a sure ride play playoff spot for them and especially for them to get the they're gonna get the one seed now also another news is Jalen Ramsey's agent has asked the Jaguars to trade him a sideline argument between uh, Jaguars coach Doug Maroon and Jalen Ramsey apparently goes a lot deeper than just the heat of the moment in fact, Ramsey is so unhappy in Jacksonville that his agent contacted the Jaguars after yesterday's loss to the Texans and asked them to trade Ramsey. 
The Jaguars have talked with teams about a Ramsey trade, but don't plan to move him, according to the reports. The 24-year-old Ramsey is very talented quarterback and would surely draw significant interest in trade. This season, he's very affordable at a base salary of $3.6 million, while next season his salary skyrockets to $13.7 million and he may want a new contract soon. The Jaguars are 0-2 and might think it makes more sense to trade a valuable player like Ramsey and build for the future than to keep him on a team that doesn't appear to be going anywhere. This is a situation that will probably develop over the next week week or so. What what I don't really get is how two years ago two years ago they were supposed to be the best team in the AFC. They were supposed to be the Patriots the Patriot beater uh beat the Patriots. But soon it's gonna be their two best players, Blake Bortles and Jalen Ramsey, both on different teams. Also, I thought they've spent years trying to trying to uh build for this moment right now build for that spot that they had a couple uh 2 years ago i thought that was the spot that they were going to try and go with but i i just don't get uh get how he's had he's had good success in jacksonville and now he wants to trade i get him being unhappy he's a very kind of needy uh cornerback but he was supposed to, him and Blake Bortles were supposed to be the future of that franchise. Blake Bortles is on another team. Will Jalen Ramsey be with him or be in a different team soon? It just doesn't make sense to me. Lastly, not really NFL news, but something I wanted to talk about was right now Lamar Miller and and Patrick Mahomes are having very similar numbers to start the season. Lamar Miller has seven touchdowns, 596 yards, and Patrick Mahomes has 821 yards with seven touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes has a better uh, quarterback rating by uh, 2.4%. Now, I get that the Chiefs have played, I've had a little bit of a tougher start and that the Ravens have only played have only played the Dolphins and the Cardinals who are the two worst teams in the league who are because the Dolphins are worst team in the league and the Cardinals are the second worst so that's will be something to watch for in the upcoming weeks to see if Lamar Miller will just flare out if he's just if he's just good against these terrible teams, which almost everybody is, but there's no doubt in my mind that Patrick Mahomes will be the, will have the better stats and will be the better player later in the season, because that's a, that's a a sure shot, no one's, there's no competition for Patrick Mahomes besides Tom Brady. Moving over to NBA news. Um, Ricky Rubio and Marc Gasol led Spain to the second World Cup title, to their second World Cup title in their in Spain's history. Argentina got second, and and uh, France got third. Markel Fultz and the Orlando Magic exercised the fourth-year term options on guard Markel Fultz and forward Jonathan Isaac, and the third third-year team option on center Mo Bamba. 
all three players you're signing through the 2021 season, Fultz's option was for $12.3 million. Quote, Mo Bamba, Marco Fultz, Jonathan Isaac have each demonstrated a strong worth ethic will... Sorry. Exhibiting a commitment to team values. Magic president of basketball operations, Jeff Waltman, said in a statement, We will look forward to exciting futures with them as part of the Magic family. Fultz, who the number one overall pick in the 2017 draft, appeared in only 19 games to the Philadelphia 76ers last season. He averaged 8.2 points, 3.1 assists, and 3.7 rebounds due to a shoulder injury. He didn't play for the, for the Magic after they acquired him in a trade in February. He has played in just 33 games over his first two years in the NBA. One thing that's kind of weird about Markel Fultz is he was supposed to be the future of Philadelphia. He was supposed to be the help that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid needed to get from being, from being a good team to a better team. Sorry. But every single rookie in Philadelphia has been hurt. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, and then I forgot the I forgot the name of the other one, but a lot of them have been hurt to start their careers for the for uh the Sixers. Mo Bamba appeared in forty seven games as a rookie. He averaged six point two points, five rebounds, and one point four blocks in sixteen minutes per game. Isaac appeared in 75 games last season. He averaged 9.6 points, 5.5 rebounds, 1.1 assists, and 1.3 blocks in 27 minutes per game. The Brooklyn Net and other news, the Brooklyn Nets are hiring former Turner executive David Levy as chief executive officer. Levy worked closely with the NBA in his capacity overseeing Turner Sports television coverage and has a strong relationship with Commissioner Adam Silver. Levy's appoint, uh, appointment will become official shortly after the league's Board of Governors formally approves to size ownership later this week in New York. Levy inherits a strong management and leadership infrastructure, including GM Sean Marks and coach Kenny Atkinson. Levy is the chosen CEO of new owner Joe say, who re- recently purchased majority ownership from Akil uh, Prokhorov. For two point two two point three million billion, Desai had owned forty nine percent of the Nets. Levy will replace Brett Yorkman as CEO. Levy joins the Net as a as a historic franchise crossroads, which includes the summer free agency signings of all NBA players Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. This upcoming season will be a thing to look forward to with all the new play with all the new players, all the dynamic duos. Because mostly Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets are just a brand new team, new owner, new players, new stars, new almost everything. One last um, thing that I wanted to talk about was Iowa State versus Iowa. That was a tough game at the end. Uh, it was it was tough because the Iowa. Um, Iowa State held them to fourth down. They kept getting penalties, backing them up. But then on the on the punt, he ran right in to the kicker. I mean, the punt returner. 
he knocked him over and he hit, uh the ball hit his head and uh he was I was able to return it and just ice the game with the with kneel with the kneeling and the run and run being able to run the clock out it was just a a tough game all in all 18 to 17 now the game was rained out for almost 3 hours that's a long time it due to lightning nate stanley threw for uh two, 201 yards and ran for a score for he was the Iowa quarterback and they made a big fourth down stop late in the game allowing the Hawkeyes to beat Iowa State 18 to 70 last night for their fi- uh Saturday night sorry for their fifth straight win over the Cyclones it was a it was tough for Iowa State for them to be this close to being able to win and then and then losing it on a on a punt where he couldn't stop himself and had to run into the punt to the punt returner. Brock Purdy, twenty four for thirty five, two hundred seventy eight six yards, one touchdown. For Iowa State, the reading uh leading receiver was Tarkey Milton, hundred forty four yards, one touchdown. For uh Iowa Brandon uh Smith, four receptions, fifty one yards an average of 12.8 yards per per carry or per, per reception. Yeah, that final pl- how it was just a tough loss all in all. It was their the first college game ESPN college game day on Iowa State campus for it to be delayed for 3 hours and then that how they lose is with a an accident Accidentally running into the kicker or the punt returner and hitting hitting the ball with your helmet. That's a, that's a tough tough loss. Well, thanks for listening to E2 One Go Sports. As always, I'm Easton Durant. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at E2 One Go Sports and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at E2 One Go Sports. Thank you. You've been listening to the E2 One Go Sports podcast, a production of Cogger Podcast Network. 